Hello, everyone, and thank you very much for tuning into the Sheila Zielinski Show today. I have a fantastic guest, and I'm going to talk about an event that's coming up. So all you Canadians listening, this is a really important show, and we have an important event. I want to see every believer in Canada swarm to this event. We're taking over Halloween this year, and we're all meeting in the capital to pray, and we're going to get into that event. And I want to introduce a very good friend. He's a, Personally, I think he is like a real life Louis Rail. He's a brave man. He is the founder of the Canadian mm. Firewall. He has been the leader of Battle for Canada. Last year in May, we met in this same city, Harvest Ministries International, based in Okanagan, BC. And I'm telling you, this guy is a force to be reckoned with. He really wants to see Canada free. Welcome to the program, Art. It's great to have you here. Hey, Sheila. Great to be with you yet again. Awesome. Who would have ever thought a little over a year ago when we all met at Battle for Canada in May of last year, who would have thought a year and a little bit later we'd be seeing what we would see in 2020? I mean, so much has happened this year. Churches deem themselves non-essential. A lot of churches in Canada are still not having services. What is going on here right now, Art? Well, you know, we're just waiting to flatten the curve. Now, that's sarcasm. You know, six months ago, they said just two weeks, people. Six months later, there's still so many churches shut down. They don't really uh, deem themselves as essential in really connection with the Spirit of God that only comes. I'll, I'll say this. There's an aspect, you know, and I'm speaking to the believers here. There's an aspect of God you will only get alone. You need to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But there's an aspect of God you will never get except with a corporate gathering. And the Bible's clear about that. So here we are into the decade of the voice. The enemy is successfully muzzling, shutting churches down. We did shut down for two weeks and we said, what the hell are we doing? It's like, you know, so we just kept going. And also, you know, the church is asleep because they just can't believe that this is, this is what it actually is. Like, nah, they're, they're sleeping, they're dreaming that, nah, it, we're in Canada, the land of the free we're under the dominion of God. But meanwhile, we have a, a leader who praises communism and who stands up and says, we're in a post-modern country. We, uh, we don't have an identity, which is setting up his plan of what our identity is, which is a socialistic, communistic state. And the church just can't believe it. The church just can't. You know, Sheila, the church just for so many years, just we went to work, blue-collar workers, Let's just be good people. Let's just go to work in the government. Well, they'll just look after us. And they just still can't believe they're in denial of how dark it is or how dark our leadership is at this time. Well, and you know, another thing you just mentioned, I think is really important. And by the way, Justin Trudeau has said on record that he likes China's basic dictatorship. You know, it's amazing (laughs) to me that we have something made in China art that's lasted this long. Yeah, this is a, absolutely. You know, uh, I, I just stood on the steps of the Vancouver Freedom Rally and reminded Canada that 50 years ago, we had a leader in this nation who praised the communistic socialistic regime of Cuba you know, Fidel Castro. And we had a leader who actually stood up, praised him, went and visited him, you know, in all accounts, gave his wife to him for a bit of pleasure. (laughs) And of course, now we have uh, that leader's son is now in power, who you just talked about, Justin Trudeau, just praised recently 
China. China is dealing with this whole thing, but also uh, a few years back, he praised the communistic style and regime of, of China. And of course, he was talking about before Pierre Elliott Trudeau, who really introduced legislation, which uh, really darkened the air in the nation, introduced gun control, no-fault divorce, Bill C-150, legalization of abortion on May 14th, 1969. And you were there. Yeah. You were there 50 years later. You mentioned it. 50 years later to the day that that man introduced legislation which, you know, legalized perversion, uh, no-fault divorce, gun control, and legalized abortion. We were there May 14th, 2019, and we stood. We were standing then. Little did we know how, how far we would fall or how dark it would get. We were, we were on a race to, to the, for the following year, Canada's 153rd birthday, year 2020, which is now. 153 2020 because whether people believe it or not you know god does speak to his prophets prophets are still around today even though only god gives these little bits and pieces like seeing through a dark glass dimly it says in the new testament but i saw a darkness uh, coming i saw it uh, three years ago and this is why i had to leave battle for canada try to wake up a few one awesome thing though for believers who are listening in sheila when we went and stood in the expo on may 14th and 2800 people gathered for a movie that trudeau said nobody wanted to watch which yes. is a movie unplanned which he really tried to get shut down in the nation but i decided to offer 10 grand to the producers for quote unquote a private showing 2800 people showed up for a private showing and later that week trudeau stood up in the house of commons and says he was saddened the Canadians are watching screenings of movies like this and are backsliding on the issues of abortion. He's calling us backsliders. Anyway, then on that time, that weekend, I feel, this is what I feel, My, this is what I heard. The Lord spoke to me, Sheila. Those who stand for life will be as in Goshen in the darkness that's coming. Now, this is before any darkness as far as a plague showed up. But as you know, Goshen was in the time of Egypt and Israel when Israel was in bondage for 400 years. Moses showed up and he uh, started to uh, take Pharaoh to task to say, let my people go. They need to worship. They need to go out. They need to worship. They need freedom. Pharaoh said no. So God started to drop some bombs on uh, Pharaoh, some plagues and some darkness. But while the Israelites were in Goshen, which was right next door, when it was dark in Egypt, it was light in Goshen. While there were plagues of darkness and gnats and disease in Egypt, there was only blessings and light in Goshen. So I'm telling you, for those who stand in this day and hour for life, which this is I believe one of the aspects of this protest is like, you know, we need to stand for life. We need to not only stand against communism, we need to stand for freedom. We need to stand for families. We need to stand for what Canada was and what we were founded on. I believe that God's going to look after us as he did the Egypt, the Israelites in the time of uh, the, the exodus in Goshen. That's my opinion. Anyway, I'm glad we're connecting and it's time for something like this, Sheila. Well, it is time, Art. It's time to stand on guard for thee. You know, stand on guard for righteousness. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit at the end of the program here. We're going to talk about yeah. this event that's actually called Stand and Roar. And it's a protest coming against unrighteousness. I mean, we're standing on guard for Canada's destiny, the dominion of Canada. You know, look at the scandals that have befalled the leaders. Look at the absolute pit of hell. Yeah. Churches deeming themselves non-essential. I'm glad some of them are admitting it, Art. They're being paid to shut down. 
they're taking money from the devil to stay shut down. Talk about Judas with your 30 pieces of silver. The church is deeply divided. The house of prayer has been absolutely ripped apart by so many different things, and yet they can't even press into the Father's heart. What What is God saying? You just said, the prophets of old. God gives us prophetic things, and you know, I've said for 10 years, like, listen, the church is asleep at the wheel, folks. That didn't get a lot of traction 10 years ago, Art, when I begged people to come That's out right. of these these 501c3 bought and paid for, you know, no separation church and state. I mean, we got to look at the Father's heart even now. The shedding of innocent blood in this land. I've got a, a show Art did with me last year linked below in the description before Battle for Canada. You have to listen to it, folks. But I mean, the word says, Art, where two or more are gathered, let not forsake the gathering of ourselves together. I mean, there's so much biblical precedence for this. We have battle zones, folks. We're in a spiritual battle. I just got that, um, like a vision in my mind's eye view of when my grandfather stormed the beaches. You know, they weren't hunkered down behind toilet paper or buying up stuff at Costco. They jumped on that. It was like a beachhead going in there. They weren't Uh. scared, Art, to get mowed down either by by an evil enemy. Folks, we have a real enemy, and he is roaring around seeking who and what he may devour. There's so much to this art, but it is time for us to stand and roar, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, I'm reminded, Sheila, of of a time of civil war that was happening 136 years ago. It's my heritage. I had family who died on the field fighting with Louis Riel. Louis Riel, he didn't die on the field, but they took him May 15th. 1885 and they hung him and four chiefs because they were standing check this out you know what they were standing for really the very first aboriginal flag in this nation was flown by louis Riel, the founding father of manitoba who was on all accounts a prophet in his own right and of course catholic church back then don't say that you hear the voice of god they jailed him a couple times for hearing god quote unquote but he was a founding father of manitoba manitoba actually means where god sits or where god speaks but he flew the first flag 135 years ago it's been misunderstood it's the flag with a wolf head on it in a hand a big hand raised but on it it says now that's French for for home and family, for the altar of the Lord. In other words, for religious freedom. But the, the hand of the wolf is interesting. It's like the hand, it means we raise our hand to the Lord that he would grant us the courage of the wolf to stand for families, to stand for religious freedom, and above all, simply freedom. And uh, they got him, and the rebellion, as they call it, was officially shut down when they hung him in November of 1885. And 133 years later, we were right there in North Battleford. But there's a new fight, Sheila. There's a new civil war. And here we are once again, asking God to grant us the courage of the wolf to stand for family, to stand for religious freedom, and to stand just for above all, liberty, freedom. And so I'm picking up that flag. You know, um, of course, you want to be careful what hill you die on. But the first protest I went to was a few weeks ago. I felt, this is my, again, feeling. I felt the Lord say to me just days before I was invited, it's time to stand. And I'm like, well, God, I thought I was standing before, but I had never gone to any protest or rally. And, uh, you know, so anyway, we, I went to the Vancouver Freedom Rally where 12, 1400 people gathered despite, you know, the lockdown measures. And we stood and, and um, 
Well, it's time to stand now. Again, I'm glad you are, are feeling there's uh, a need to stand because that's what the Lord spoke to me. Well said. You know, and really the truth is, if we're not going to stand up for God's righteousness, stand up for our kids, stand up for our families, stand up for the churches and our and our brethren, what are we even doing any of this for, Art? <laughs> you know, there's probably 99% of the church needs to repent, to apologize to their forefathers. Our forefathers fought for our freedoms, for our religious liberty, for our voices. And now they they want to make these nasty mandatory vaccines. It's a joke. My grandpa, you know, my grandpa was shot in the neck in World War One, right at the end of the war. He saw all his friends get mowed down for him. And he spent two months in a very nasty jail on the other side of German lines. And he was liberated. He lived, you know, uh, I don't want to have to apologize to him for not standing. Very clearly, you know, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, I just believe we're in the time of um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, there's a lot of sounds out there that the leader of this nation is telling you to bow before, or even these these um, virtual signaling liberal ideas of, you know, uh, women's rights or Black Lives Matter. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm married to a black woman. I'm part Cree. My kids are mixed. Don't you dare anyone try to, can, you know, tell me that I'm racist. I love my black wife of 29 years. You know, uh, what I don't like is in the name of racism that some people do have, they're, they're allowed to burn a nation down. They're allowed to murder cops. This is so disgusting. So I'm telling you, there's a time where you hear all these noises, all these sounds, when you hear this or women's rights or women's right to choose or, you know, gender fluidity or, you know, all of this garbage. God's looking for some Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego's that they won't bow. You know, everyone else bowed before that idol, but they said, you know what, King, we're not going to bow. You know what? God will save us. But we say this, even if he doesn't, even if we have to burn in that fire, we're not bowing. We're going to stand for what's right. We're going to stand for our freedoms. We're going to stand for the altar of the Lord. We're going to stand for our children. This is disgusting what's being taught in the schools. Revelation, Jesus calls it so clearly, he goes, you tolerate that woman, Jezebel, who by her teaching leads people astray by her immorality and the immoral teaching that's done at the children's level when we're not there in schools is just, well, it's time to stand. And you know what? God may not save us, but it's time to stand. You know what? But I feel, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, you know what, King, even if he doesn't save us, we're not going to bow. But you know the rest of the story. They got thrown in. They got tied up. They got thrown in. The only thing they lost in that fire was the, the ropes that bound their hands. And they got to meet Jesus right in the middle of that fire, the fourth man. And they lived, and they came out, and there was national revival. Well, I think it's time for some Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's to stand in the, in the face of this communist demonic regime and um, against the spirit of lawlessness. It's time to stand for our freedom, stand for our children. It's time for a stand for religious freedoms. It's time to stand for this, what this nation was built on. And that's my opinion. Amen. Amen. You know, folks, Art's bringing up a really important point about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What did he say to King Nebuchadnezzar? He said, we're not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us in the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand. But if not, as Art said, but if not, 
Be it known unto thee, O king, what did he say? That we will not serve thy gods, Justin Trudeau. We're not going to bow down to your golden image. We're not going to bow down to this ungodly, demonic, you know, little boys being taught in kindergarten how to have oral sex with each other, that they're not even a little boy. I mean, art, it just, it goes on to the point of lunacy. And what does Deuteronomy 28, 28 say? People will go ravening mad. Uh, Have you looked on social media? The world has gone mad. Art, I mean, people are like, I won't take the mark. You won't even stand up to the mask. The world has gone crazy. And in a crazy world. The thing that I love about it, Art, is Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But, you know, Black Lives Matter, you just mentioned, you know, these BLM domestic <laughs> terrorists that they are can kick in doors and burn down churches. I mean, some of the stuff the yeah. leaders said, and yet they can kick in neighborhoods. And yet what? We can't even talk about Jesus or we get shut down. I mean, it, it's lunacy, Art. It's it's uh, absolutely disgusting. The burn and loot movement is um it's 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 so apparent that it's demonically hatred driven it's being exposed you know so we are in the war we are in the war of our lifetime of our generation and this war is a little bit different than bombs it's it is a darkness it is disgusting it is a whole few generations that have forgotten god those kids out there that are burning and looting and destroying buildings and wrecking people's livelihoods and taking the lives of innocent people as well as, you know, cops. Um, there's just no word. So what, you know, what, even before this really sprang up in this Black Lives Matter and all this looting and let's kill cops, let's, let's get rid of all the cops, you know, in Canada, in the U.S., let's defund them so that there's no more violence, which is the most stupidest, uh, erroneous thing that I've ever heard. Before this all sprung up, I felt the Lord speak to me. It's like, you better build a firewall across this nation. So I took a couple months and um, probably 80 different Zoom calls with so many different leaders. There's 168 hours in a week. I was able to muster 168 teams to man a 24-7 firewall. They pray every hour on the hour a different team. And we're at week number 14 and I feel that we're behind, but we are praying. That's one thing that not everyone's called to stand on the steps of legislature exactly, and not everyone's called to intercede at the wee hours of the morning, but everyone needs to take their place. If you can hear my voice, you need to take your place. You need to make a stand somehow. Speaking of that, Sheila, we have a 24-7 firewall that anyone can jump on at any time and check it out And uh, as a webinar, and you can even type in your prayers at canadianfirewall.ca. But anyway, so I, I, I do believe in standing, and I do believe also that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Prayer and standing. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't. They didn't go and just go and say a prayer in, that, uh, in the furnace. I'm sure they were already a bit prayed up. I'm sure they had already prayed about this, like, what do we do? So prayer, but also standing. Just like my grandpa, who went and got shot in the neck, I believe that um, our religious freedoms are just our freedoms, period. Uh, the well-being of our families, it's time to stand. We're not going to have a country to stand for if we don't commit to the cause and cost of what this is. I mean, especially revival, seeking God, pressing into God, getting right with God, partnering with God, listening to God, regrouping, recouping, refocusing. This is battle for Canada 2.0 because I'm going to tell you something. Prayer is so important, Art. I mean, if James 5 tells us the effectual fervent prayers, and you're right, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego doesn't just jump in there and say a little cutesy prayer and they 
they were good. This yeah. is the time yeah. to come in one accord, stand in agreement, and come together as a as Bible believers. You know, judgment starts in the house of the Lord. You know, who do you judge God to be? Either you believe that this inspired word of God is true, or you don't believe her. And what did Jesus say? My disciples will do something. What was it? Will do the will of my Father. And you know what? I really believe that God would have us stand on guard for the art. And I really believe it's time to roar. It's time to step up and take our rightful place. Here, I get a kick out of this. I'm going to probably get emails about this, but I get a kick out if gays have an issue or the, the LGTBQRS, whatever it is. When they have an issue, they'll descend on DC like a swarm of mad locusts. They'll raise, you know, a million dollars on GoFundMe in one day. When it's time for Christians to step art, it's crickets. And this is really important. It's like, well, I got to work. I got to take my kid to a part. No, listen, we're not going to have a country if we don't come together. The Dominion of Canada is at stake, Art. Absolutely. Uh, three years ago, when I did see something coming in 153 2020, and I said, guys, we've got, we've got to get some stuff right. We've got to wake up. We've got to start making a stand. We've got to get right with one another and with God. We've got to deal with some of this crap that we've done in the land, including, you know, ill treatment of first peoples, all the theft of the land, and, you know, half being asleep while we butchered, you know, five million babies in the last five million babies in the last 50 years. Wow. That's a whole lot of innocent dead blood, which in the spirit realm empowers the enemy. No, I'm going to tell you, Sheila, not only did I get that it was a darkness is coming, but it's harvest time. Number 153 is uh, out of John 21. And that's the number of large fish that came into that net. The net was not torn. When Jesus says, you know, hey, do you got any fish? And they said, listen, we fished all night. He goes, do it different. Throw it on the other side. And I believe that's where we're at now. It's like, well, listen, we fished all night. We got nothing. That's the story of most of the church. It's like, but it's like, fine. You know what, Jesus? He's, so there's a bunch of people throwing their net on the other side. There's a morphing. Right now there's a shift coming. But there's also at harvest time, like it says in Matthew 13, the wheat and tares are separated. Sheila, what we're seeing is there was a whole bunch of people in this nation who said they had faith, but now it's being tested and they're scared. The opposite of faith is fear. There's a whole bunch of people living in fear, uh, perpetuated by a false prophet media. But in any case, um, there's a remnant who are standing. And if you're part of that remnant, I call you guys to stand. It's time to stand. There's different protests. There's different initiatives that are and will be happening in this nation. Um, if this all goes through on October 31st, this is a, a very good opportunity for Western Canada to pay a price to come together, to stand on the legislative steps, to stand against tyranny, to stand against communism, to protest 5 million babies butchered. And by the way, when we did show that movie Unplanned that you were at there in, uh, in Edmonton a year and a half ago, that week, not only did Trudeau say that we're backsliding on the issue, him, the Liberals, and the Bloc, the Bloc Quebecois, and the NDP all stood in support of late-term abortion. It's yes. disgusting. Disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. The conservatives sat, but everyone else stood. And with a five-minute standing ovation for late-term abortion, you know, uh, my children, my two twin boys, were born at 28 weeks, 12 weeks early. They were a little miracle. And you know, uh, they are now great, incredible young men of God. One one works for us for the ministry, and both of them play in my band, and they love the Lord, and they're married to great women. You know, um, I can't I can't believe that our members of Parliament would stand 
for the murdering of babies at week 28, 30, 32, 38 weeks, 40 weeks, if a woman wants to have an abortion. And they stood, well, that's just absolutely disgusting and it's time to stand against this evil, evil uh, darkness that has um, now sitting in Ottawa and, and, and within a lot of our hearts. Time for it to wake up. It's time to stand. It's time to uh, have faith. And there is a separation of wheat and tares, unfortunately. But let it happen. Proverbs 6.17, folks, we're protesting unrighteousness, this injustice of the shedding of innocent blood in our land. Hands that have shed innocent blood. It's time for repentance. And come and stand with us. October 31st, yep, that's right. Christians, we're taking over Halloween. This event that we're having, we're asking Western Canada, come out, stand with us, stand and roar. This protest of unrighteousness is a prayer event taking place in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. The information's on your screen. We'll have a number available if you have any questions. It'll be on the poster. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, October 31st, 2020 Alberta Legislature Building. One of the speakers you're listening to right now, Art Lucier from Harvest Ministries International. We're going to have Arter Polowski. We're going to have Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson. Many more. High noon at Alberta Legislature Building on the grounds, on the steps. Come out with us and stand. Folks, the information is linked below. Also, Art's information is linked in the description below. Get a hold of Art, you know, let him know you heard him on the program. And more importantly, come and stand. Come and listen to Art speak. Come and pray with us. Come and be in one accord with us. You know, where two or three are gathered, there is God in the midst of our prayers. Folks, if there was ever a time to stand for the nation, this dominion of Canada, taking dominion. I mean, folks, you know, if the believers aren't going to lead the charge, what good is this? You know, Charles Finney actually said when there's a moral decay, the pulpit is responsible for it. If there's ever a time, guys, we are on the cusp of a point of maybe no return, and it's time to stand and roar. Art, very quickly in the last part of the program, I'm going to get you to pray, and then please do give out your information for the folks. All right. Well, let's, let's just quickly pray for this, for a backbone. Let's pray that we can stand. You know, it says, Sheila, in Ephesians 6, you know, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, against powers, principalities, uh, evil in wicked and high places, wickedness in high places. It's like, therefore, put on the armor of God. Why? What does it say? So that you can stand. And above all, that you can stand. Well, Canada, it's a call to stand for righteousness. And it, yep, it's that time. It's being forced upon us. We can't just go to work and expect everything to work out anymore. You know, I feel the great, the great last white hope, you know, Andrew Shear, who started to cower and back down, he resigned on 12-12 last year. 12 is the number of government. And we were waiting for Canada's 24th prime minister to turn this around. Well, I think we are the 24th prime minister. We are the 24 elders that need to throw our crowns down at the feet of Christ, our crowns bowing before Christ, not before the crown of coronavirus in fear with a mask. But we are the Ecclesia. We are the 24th prime minister. I believe that, hey, I'm not opposed to voting. We need a good person in there for sure, but we can't rely on government anymore. So, Father, I just thank you for this awakening, and I pray for a backbone for your people. I pray for a grace to hit us to hit all of us in this time, Father, that you, Father, would awaken your people. Lord, and would you send your spirit out to Alberta and to Western Canada and to Canada, your spirit, as it says in Ezekiel 37, your ruha, 
to blow upon those slain, upon that valley of dry bones, that an army would stand. That was the end result of the breath of God blowing on the valley of dry bones was an army. Well, I thank you, God, that you are calling us to stand. Give us a backbone to stand. Father, I pray for an alarm to go off in your church. And I pray, Lord God, for your authentic church to begin to stand for freedom, stand for righteousness, stand for our families, stand for the altar of the Lord, and above all, for this great nation, the Dominion of Canada, that we would stand in Jesus' name. Amen to that, Art. And very quickly, Art, give out your information. Again, we've got the event information up on the screen. Art is going to be, along with myself, of course, Laura Lynn, Tyler Thompson, Art Pavlovsky, and of course, a lot of other, there's churches coming out, other pastors. I want to round up the remnant, Art, <laughs> to get there. Give out your information, Art, um, so folks can get in touch with you as well and follow you on social media. Sure. Okay. You can get a hold of me at... Uh crazy Métis at theharvest.ca. That's crazy Métis at theharvest.ca. Or you can go to our website, theharvest.ca. Or, hey, why don't you just join 168 other teams in this nation praying at all hours of the day. Go to canadianfirewall.ca. Join in on prayer. I'm on uh, Facebook, just at Art Lucier, and uh, would love to connect. We're out of Kelowna. We have church services here Saturday night and Sunday mornings. And uh, we lead the battle for Canada. And we will be coming to Winnipeg sometime soon once we're allowed to jump in a stadium. Uh, because we're not accepting this new normal. And neither should you. Let's stand and let's roar in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Art, for weighing in, coming on the program today. I've got the information link below, folks. Art, thank you so much for everything you do and what you have done and the hey. fact that you are taking a stand, sir. And thank you for being involved in this event. You and I swim in the same waters, my friend. So thank you very much for everything you do. And thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Sheila. Thanks, Art. Folks, that was Art Lucier. His information is linked below as well as the show we did last year. Also up on your screen is a copy of the poster for this event. Go to standandroar.com. Standandroar.com is the website. That's October 31st. Come out, Canada. Meet me, meet Art, meet Lauralyn Tyler Thompson, meet Pastor Pavlowski. He's amazing pastor in Calgary. He's coming on the show tomorrow. Laura Lynn is going to be on Monday. We're going to be talking about this event more. And please also share the information on your Facebook page. If you go to my social media, you'll find the poster. Please share it. Share with everyone you know in the province of Alberta. I would like to see all of Canada flock to Alberta, a mass exodus to Alberta, to be out there with us in this event called Stand and Roar, a protest of unrighteousness. It is a prayer event in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, October 31st, 2020, at the Alberta Legislature Building. If you go on over there to standandroar.com, you'll see the address, or you can just punch it in your GPS at high noon. I want to see you out there. Thanks for tuning in. God bless.